Thursday. Welcome into Scalzo and Russ presented by Michelob Ultra. I'm Ben Russ with a new cousin sub of the day for Greg Scalzo. We have Eric Name of The Athletic. Wow. Wow, Joshy's excited. Joshy running the show. I have no idea who's running the show in Madison, so I'm not even going to ask. 3NipG. 3NipG, very down on my power rankings list. Uh, I think he got a big head. I think he got a real big head. He's a professional Ultimate Frisbee player. Went viral on TikTok for making a horrible Ultimate Frisbee turnover in the closing seconds of a, of a period, I want to say they're called. He just needs to come back down to earth a little bit. Grind his way back. But I'm not here to rip on G. We're here to talk with Eric Name today. Because this is perfect timing. I don't know if you did this on purpose. I did not, no. I'm, but I'm glad you did. Because the Milwaukee Bucks are entering a new... I wouldn't say I would, era. I think so. I is think it's it? a new era, a new coach. You're, I mean, you're doing you have, the whole it's thing. It's hard to say new era when you have Giannis sure, still. Sure. New regime. Yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah. It, it will be the overarching Giannis era, but there'll be maybe a new chapter. I chapter, like that. Chapters to the Giannis era. I mean, for Jordan, it was Collins, you know, sure. to, to Jackson. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're on the same page here, but. That being said, Adrian Griffin, the new Milwaukee Bucks head coach heading into the next season, and it's all about figuring out the best way to win championships. That's the name of the game. That's all that matters at this point. You obviously hired a guy that you believe can do it because you fired a guy that did it. <laughs> yeah. And it's ultimately when you say it like that, I mean, Bud did it. Griffin has to do it. Yep. And so Bradley Beal of the Washington Wizards is likely going to be traded at some point. And I have been searching through Bucks Twitter, mm-hmm. and people have been trying to figure out can the Bucks make it happen. I sure. saw before you even ask. I don't think the Bucks can do it from a couple people. And right. then I saw an article from Eric Name of the Athletic explaining why it could be possible that the Bucks could trade for Bradley Beal. So I, I just kind of want to give you the floor for a second sure. to educate the Scalzo and Bruss family as why this could be possible that Brad Beal could be a Milwaukee Buck. We're not saying that he will be. Sure. Um, I think it's possible for a number of reasons. First, you're going to start with the idea that Brad Beal has one of the most insane contracts in the NBA. He's making a lot of money. Five years, $251 million. So we're talking about one of the biggest contracts in NBA history. On top of it, if he gets traded, he has a 15% trade kicker, so he can get even more money on top of it. If he wants to. This is agent. If he wants to, he can also he can push it away to make it easier for the team bringing him in. And he gets to choose. Full no trade clause. They like the NBA, the CBA, they tried to do away with this years ago cuz no trade clauses like owners are like this is really this is not great. Like we should just be able to trade people and they pretty much did away with them. A full no trade clause is unheard of. Absolutely unheard of. Which is maybe why the Wizards are bad. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> it, it might have something to do with it. But he has a full no-trade clause, and that is, that's the start of why this is possible. Because if he says, I want to be a Milwaukee Buck, I will not go anywhere else, I want out, he can do that. He can just say, I want to come to Milwaukee, and then everyone has to figure it out. Like The, the Wizards have to figure it out. The Bucks have to figure it out. Probably a third team has to figure it out. Like they have to go through all of that. So that's why it is possible. And then if you're talking about the mechanics of it, in a dream world, 
uh, the very first ideas of this, the very first reactions to my article, to my tweets was, okay, is there some way possible that we can add Brooke Lopez and Joe Ingles and Bobby Portis and Marjan Beauchamp and Pat Connaughton and Grayson Allen in some picks and get Bradley Beal? No, that's not possible. That is that no is, second round picks. That, yeah, <laughs> that is not possible. They cannot do that. What they can do is trade Chris Middleton or Drew Holiday. Or, as I joked in my article, Giannis. They could trade Giannis for Brad Beal if they wanted to, straight up. That that, that works from a salary perspective. Uh, but yeah, it comes down to, do the Bucks want to get rid of Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday? And then, on top of that, if that is what they're going to do, what can the Wizards find for Chris Middleton or Drew Holiday? Because believe it or not, if you are starting to rebuild as an NBA franchise, you're not all that excited about 31-year-old Drew Holiday or 33-year-old Chris Middleton. Though that's not how you start a rebuild. You look for younger players, you look for first-round draft picks, things like that. The Bucks don't have really any of those things. But so the Wizards don't have the leverage to be like, well, like, this is true. They, they don't have we it. can't take we can't take this guy. Well, you have no trade clause, so you kind of got to take somebody. Correct. So uh, in the end, if Brad Beal says, "I want Milwaukee," they'll get it done. So that's why I will say that there is a, a real possibility of this happening. And and that is, again, like the easiest way to sum it up is full no trade clause. He gets to pick where he wants to go. So 800-990-3776. That's the ESPN Wisconsin talk and text line 800-990-ESPN. Joshy, I want you to put something on the poll here because it's what stands out to me there is it's it's Middleton or Holiday. So if the Bucks could get Brad Beal for Drew or Chris, who would you trade for? I know who I'm choosing. Um, I'm I'm trading Chris Middleton. Uh, I I know that he provides length, a one-on-one scoring option, but also Brad Beal is a bucket. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's uh, like it's almost hard to talk about Brad Beal because not that many people are going to know how good he actually is because he just puts up big numbers on on a bad team, but. I don't know. There's just something about having Drew Holiday on that team from a defensive perspective, and I know this comes maybe weird considering he wasn't able to put the clamps on <laughs> Jimmy in the first round that the Bucks went down against the Heat. Middleton's getting older. The injury history is kind of starting to add up. What does that knee look like uh, from a long-term perspective? I'm trading Chris Middleton if this is possible. Um, who would you choose? Because it, it, it is a, it's a tough decision because Chris was – I would. I've had this conversation as well. Where does Chris rank in all time Bucks? You know, is, he, yeah. is he, he's likely in the top five when you think about it. Probably top four. That's what I. I have. Probably I top had four. four. Sidney Moncrief kind of puts. Yeah, it's Chris above him. Yeah, I mean that's that's uh, I think how you have to try to separate this is you look at you know could you survive defensively with Drew Holiday and Bradley Beal. I think that's a real question in the playoffs. We've seen again and again, you got to have size, you got to have it on the wing, you got to be able to do all this. And Bradley Beal, when the Wizards were good, when John Wall was around, was good to average on defense. Like he was fine. They had good defensive habits. He could fit in, he could survive. He wasn't getting picked on, anything like that. Over the last five years, I mean, this might just happen to anyone that plays for the Wizards for as long as he's played for the Wizards. The defense has not been great. So, it, 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 he's picked up some bad habits. And then, so what you're asking yourself is, are those bad habits now who he is? Or if he gets back into a good culture with a good team, with good defensive players around him, is it back to being 
a good defender. And and uh, he's not going to be a great defender. And he's only going to be six foot five. He's not going to be six foot seven, six foot eight like Chris Middleton. But can he go back to being a good defender? So let me ask you this: Do you think that this is a good thing for the Bucks if they were to make this trade? Would this make them a better championship contender? Because that's ultimately what this yeah. comes down to: is is getting Bradley Beal, arming Giannis with an asset to help them change the vibe of the team because they've kind of run it back essentially. Sure. Since they've run it back since they've won the championship. You know, they've added yeah. last year was supposed to be Ingles and a couple they signed Bobby, they signed Pat, but like they've really been the same team. Is adding a Bradley Beal making the Bucks better? I think so. Um I, I think it might be marginally, uh, because it, Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, Bradley Beal, all on a similar tier. But the one thing that the Bucks have really struggled with in the postseason is scoring in half court situations. And when it was going right, it was Chris Middleton, Giannis Dedekumbo, two-man game, and they could make things work. Chris just wasn't totally up to that task this year. And and I think you have to ask, can he get back to it? Is the cleanup surgery that he had on his knee, you know, the scope that he got, is that just going to be, all right, we're back to Chris being Chris like he was in 2021? Or is it going to be knee problems for the rest of the way? And I think when you get Brad Beal in, whether it's for Drew Holiday, whether it's for Chris Middleton, he would be more dangerous in a two-man game. He's definitely more dangerous than either of them at the end of a shot clock. He's as good of a passer as either of them. Like, I would say that would be the most potent two-man game the Bucks have ever had if it's him and Giannis in a pick and roll. And that, I think, overwhelmingly is what we've seen really matters in the postseason. Can the Bucks score enough points? Because they're going to be good defensively. Like, they, huh. they, yeah, this year is maybe the exception. Yeah, there's, it's an outlier. Uh, they've, they've shown for the most over part, the, the run be, that they've been a good defensive team. Sure. So they're going to be good defensively. Can they score enough points? And and this year, they just couldn't. And that's been a struggle. And maybe Bradley Beal can can go out there and help them with it. 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-ESPN. Would you trade Chris Middleton or Drew Holiday Straight up for Brad Beal. Now, we're, we're going to simplify that in those terms. I'm guessing there'd be other pieces that go. Um, I, I'm, I'm nerding out for a second because sure. I'm really interested in your opinion on this. Of the, of, of the guys that they have signed longer term, you know, you have, you have a Grayson, you have a Pat, you have a Bobby. Who's more likely of, of, the, of the secondary crew to not be a part of the next run with the Bucks? Wow. Um... I think there's certainly the idea that they need to upgrade at shooting guard. And and that would suggest that Grayson would be that guy that's not going to be around anymore. But the problem with upgrading at shooting guard is you can't do it with a shooting guard that you don't think is good enough. No, no one that has a better shooting guard than Grayson will be like, hey, yeah, we'll take that shooting guard that you don't like. That sounds great. We'll just downgrade at the position because the Bucks don't have the picks for something like that. So to me, I think if you're talking about the Bucks dealing from a position of strength, Bobby Portis is that guy. Bobby Portis last year, I think, was 14-9 and in 26 minutes off the bench. I think there's a real possibility that if you give him 32 minutes a night on a team that has... F- Way fewer options than the Milwaukee Bucks. That, that's all that's, of a sudden, that's the guy I look at because he really was was non-existent even when it mm-hmm. came to the playoffs. Yep. When you think about the money you spent on an extension for Bobby, to me it was disappointing. You know, the mayor of Milwaukee was yep. not a bigger factor when it came to um, the playoffs last year, and it almost felt like I'm I'm relegislating now that they never figured out their true rotation. Yeah, I, I, I was always. Yeah. It, it, you shouldn't be in the playoffs and heading towards the end of the year not having an idea of 
what you're going to go with game in, game out. The reason why I thought they were successful in the the year they won the championship, roles were identified <laughs> and everyone played them to a yep. T. 100%. You knew exactly what you are getting. Uh, I mean, even at the end of the season, Pat Connaughton goes out of the rotation, the final 10 games of the regular season. He's not in it to start. Then all of a sudden, oh, Jay Crowder can't get a stop on defense and we don't actually want him in the game. So, okay, you're out and now Pat's back in. They are trying to figure out and they couldn't. So, yeah, I mean, I think when you look at... What could happen in the next week? The NBA draft is next Thursday. We are a week away from the draft. You know, if the Bucks are thinking about getting younger, if they're thinking about trying to get a first-round pick, that is something that they have been thinking about, trying to sneak into, into the 20s in the first round. If you are thinking about that, how do you go about it? Probably trading Bobby Portis to a team that isn't as good. And yeah, Bobby Portis is probably going to be mad. He's played for some bad teams in his life, but... This is the NBA, he, man. He got his money and you he did, got a championship. You got, it's business. You got a ring, you got some money, and you didn't get a no-trade clause like Bradley Beal. So, and you'll be loved forever here. Absolutely. You're a legend for life. 800-990-3776. Now, Mike Malone, the uh, head coach of the Denver Nuggets, was celebrating um, their parade today. I Woo. want to hear from him next. And uh, talk about what Wisconsin coaches are missing, because I think Eric and I think there's something missing in the in the fabric of each and every coach in our state. We'll hit that next on Scalzo and Brust with Eric Name in for Greg Scalzo, presented by Michelob Ultra. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust, presented by Michelob Ultra. My name is Ben Brust, and I am a Karen. Scalzo and Brust, available anywhere you get your podcasts with Wisconsin On Demand.